you know, like uh, like uh, Vince. I got I got I got a little burp in me right now. You gotta give me a minute. I love Drink burps. Burps are burps are. Uh... Whoa! I can burp like a champ. Do it. Keep doing it. Do it into the phone. baby week four whether you like it or not can you believe the bye weeks are going already i can't can you believe we're about to hit the quarter pole in the nfl season can you believe that the days are getting shorter can you believe it's cooling down can you believe your fantasy team sucks as much as it does because you thought you had the best team in the world but you don't so let's just get right to it and get into fantasy football ferocity. Yeah, that's right. Bringing you all the action, whether you like it or not, and bringing you every pick you need to do. And who cares if you go back and say, "Hey, you guys have been wrong about more things than you are right about." I'll just say, "Hey, not true." You better get your calculator out and add that shit up again because. I'm bringing it to you, and there's no way I can bring it to you without bringing in the brass, the commissioner of America. Mishy, how's it going, buddy? I'm excited to speak to you, Mr. Kilbasa. I'm excited about week four in the National Football League, in our fantasy football league, and in all the many things you can do in and around the National Football League. Here we are in a sausage out The quarter pole, called it. The quarter pole. How's your fantasy football team doing, everybody? Come on. Stand up. Look in the mirror. Say, uh-oh. I want a redraft. Here's one for you there, uh, Mr. Kielbasa. Uh-oh. Should have listened to Kielbasa and Michi on the sausage out, but I thought they were fooling. Uh-oh. And I want one for you there, Mr. Kielbasa. You are right by saying people need to take the calculator out because, like, when they're using their Excel spreadsheet, they're using some funky formula. I don't understand the computer math. I don't care. All I'm here to tell you is we are going to have some week four fantasy football. But you know what, America? I had a feeling. I was sitting here quiet in contemplation thinking about this program, thinking about week four of the National Football League. And I said, you know what I want? I said, this is what I want when I answer my own question. I said, I need a football minute before I get myself truly get up, get up, get down. Mr. Kielbasa, America, I think I'm about to have a football minute delivered by one Johnny Kielbasa. You want a football minute, Mishy? You got it. I feel it. I feel I want one. There we go. Week three NFL, make a statement week in college, Equinox week in America. Your classic city Bulldogs played an average game against an average team. Why is the Golden Domers coming to town such a big deal? Tech was on a bye. Thankfully, wait, they had a bye week already? Your Auburn Avenue Panthers went to triple OT with Texas State, but they couldn't hold on. Your Magic City Dirty Birds set the stage for Jacoby Brissett's coming out party. Dope. Your Atlanta United moved into second place by leveling the earthquakes. Let's host Joseph Martinez is okay. Roll Tide and the ACC Tigers both dine on cupcakes again. One of the SEC Western Tigers hung a pair of sixes on Bandy. The other SEC West 
Western Tigers got P-Seagled by the Aggies. The Lions are undefeated. The Bills are undefeated. The Steelers are 0-3. The Broncos are 0-3. Russell Wilson threw for 400 yards, but lost his second time around. Rookie Teddy Bridge over Troubled Waters. The Ohio State Buckeyes scored 76 unanswered points against the other Miami. And it's a new day for Mark Aram's New York Football Giants because debutante Daniel Jones is undefeated. America's team Cleveland Browns are going to figure it out sooner or later. And tonight, upstart Case Keenum takes on downstart Mitch Trubisky on the Monday Night Football. You got it right here in the Sausage Hut. I'm so early that I got a couple seconds left. There you go. Your football minute for the radio and for the podcast. Michi, week four, enough of week three. We're on to week four. Or let's take a look back at week three. What surprised us in week three? The uh, What surprised us in week three is that you and I are both in football rehab yeah. this early in the season. Your Cleveland Browns have hurt. Their their fan base, and it's like a rehab situation. My New York Football Jets, oh, oh, over. It's clown over. college, clown college with the mini cars and forty seven like guys dressed in green coming out. What? And that has surprised me through the first three weeks of the National Football League. Anything else is good. I'm good to go. I'm not surprised by. Uh, well, uh, what am I? What am I surprised of? Uh, Russell Wilson throwing a football more than he ever has in his life. On your bench, that's pretty surprising. Pardon? On your bench? On my bench? Of course, he was on my bench. You know, the the history of Russell Wilson in fantasy football is, you know, start him after six weeks, he's gold. He has never thrown the ball more. And um, another guy on my fantasy football team, a guy named Chris Carson, is going to be a very interesting case study this year. Mm. He has fumbled the ball, and in any other period in football, he'd be sitting on a bench, if not cut. Huh. Sitting on a bench. Sitting on a bench, and he's not yet. And so fantasy football-wise, you have to you got to look at Chris Carson and say, I can't start him this week. And here we are in week four of the Sausage Hut. Let's talk some fantasy football. Let's talk some of the pro game. What do you say there, Mr. Kabasa? What is the program tonight? Where are we going first? <laughs> We're going to get right into it. Because it's Thursday when you're listening to this already, and you know that there's a Thursday night game, baby, and it's... Give me some traveling music. Give me some traveling music. Let's go. You got the button for that kick or what? Philadelphia traveling to Lambeau Field for Thursday night football. Now, this is the sec- is this the second Thursday night that Aaron Rodgers has already played? Now, he's my quarterback, Michy. He hasn't done as much as I wanted him to, which I'm sure is to your satisfaction since you dumped him and trumped him, and he's going up against Carson Wentz, another underperforming fantasy dude. But what are we going to do? Are they going to run the ball? Uh, are they going to pass the ball? Is the weather going to be nice? I think it's going to be Michy, Green Bay, 3-0, and even though they're not playing their best football. That's pretty damn good. Philadelphia, I'm sure people in Philly are screaming about everything because if you're 1-2, and two, you are already on the precipice of destruction. Isn't it funny the way perception works? Philadelphia at Green Bay, this is, this is a, this is a mat, marquee NFL matchup. You know, Norm Van Brocklin, how's that? Throw that one out there. They are Philadelphia fans. How about that? You little Vince Lombardi we always hear about. 
But you said something about Aaron Rodgers in fantasy football. He's been underproducing. America, I had Aaron Rodgers on my team for five or six years. I won one championship when he was hurt. Hmm. And it taught me quite a bit about fantasy football and a little bit about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is uh, a better quarterback than the guy in Denver right now, Joe Flacco. But he can play, I don't know, 20 really tremendous snaps and be a great, great quarterback. And the other 40 snaps, something's wrong. Something's wrong. So I got rid of him. You you picked him up. This week, this week I, I see Philadelphia trying to pin their ears back and saying we have to win a game on a road. One and two, as you said, is unacceptable. Um, Green Bay is a 3-0 and and shocking people because they're not playing well. But how about that defense? If you're playing fantasy football this weekend, Mr. Kilbasa, yes or no, I am taking a chance on Thursday night and having the Green Bay Packer defense on my roster, mm-hmm. starting them in fantasy football in week four. Would you, yes or no? Don't give me anything about the options. Just give me a yes <laughs> or no. Yes. I'm starting the Packers D at home on Thursday night. Usually there's a lopsided game in there, and if you're going to be at home in Green Bay on Thursday night with people going crazy, why not pick your defense? You know, do you fondue the cheese out there when it gets cold? Do you just like just eat chunks of cheese and drink beer and go to a football game? I'm pretty what sure I'm pretty sure they gone? batter it and deep fry it. Oh, with the bratwurst. Yeah. I think, America, we all need to go tailgate in Green Bay, Wisconsin, before the snow comes. Philadelphia has a boatload of hurt wide receivers. I don't know the sports betting edge of this yet in terms of over and under, but I would imagine people are underestimating this. Devontae Adams has been uh, a one touchdown in week one and playing like grandma on arthritic knees the last two weeks. Mm. That's Aaron Rodgers' fault. That's also defense's keying on him. Let me ask you. Is this is this game touchdown worthy from a fantasy football perspective? You have to start Zach Ertz. Okay, we know that. Touchdown maker, yes, no, he's gonna get touches. Carson Wentz, Mr. Kilbasa. Yeah. Twenty two or more fantasy points this week. Twenty two is pretty that's average. Two touchdowns, that's two touchdowns and two hundred and fifty yards. So we're gonna say what? Less. Really? Under. You're liking that Green Bay D. I feel you. How about the running back craziness situation? We all know the wide receivers are kind of hurt there, and Nelson Aguilar is playing like uh, Lynn Swan. It <laughs> is, uh, does that continue this week? Any pass catchers um, um, on you in, in your mind's eye, who's the wide receiver going to get the ball this week? Is it going to be Aguilar or is it going to be one of the other fellas? What do you see? Oh, yeah. A- Aguilar has to because did you see what happened? I, it was all over the place, but Philly fan – it, that's why the Philly fan is the greatest on earth. The dude was getting interviewed because there was some building on fire. This guy was walking down the street, and this dude started like there was babies inside of this building, and they were tossing babies to him. And this guy was catching them while this building was on fire. And they interviewed this guy afterwards, and they're saying, "Yeah, I just caught the yeah, I was throwing him out. I just caught him. Uh, you know, it was a lot better than Nelson Aguilar was." <laughs> so. He took it while he was getting interviewed for saving babies out of a burning building in Philadelphia. He took time out to dog Nelson Aguilar. So Nelson Aguilar saw it on Twitter and replied to the guys like, hey, how about you and your family come down to the game this weekend? 
thanks. So Nelson Aguilar has to show up and show out. He has to, and he's gonna. Oh, I love it. Now that's some that's some happy scouting and some fantasy football intelligence right there. I see what exactly what you're saying. All right. You got called now, uh, out by a dude who was saving babies. <laughs> And, you know, in Philadelphia, that's fun stuff right there, what they're doing with each other. And the men got to be able to have that little back and forth without being so sensitive about the whole thing. Yeah. That's one of the things we can appreciate and also mock Philadelphia for. Yeah. Zach Ertz, touchdown maker, or is he going to continue to be somebody who should be scoring touchdowns but ain't? Yeah, seven receptions, 68 yards, a solid performance, but not in fantasy land. They're gonna. He, they're gonna be. He's going. He's going across the middle all day. That's me whistling. Saying, okay. Any uh, any love for the rookie running back, Mr. Sanders, or the Denver D? Excuse me. The Green Bay defense is gonna take care of that. No, you know who's gonna the get the running game at Philadelphia. You know who's gonna get a touchdown. You can you can take this one to the bank. Darren Sproles will score a touchdown this weekend. America tomorrow. America. Get your crayons. Get the get a clean piece of wall and start taking notes. Johnny Cabasa on fire. Darren Green Bay Packers. Um, um, any interest in a drunk kicker in Philadelphia or their defense? The answer is no. In Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers plus or minus three touchdowns, eighteen points, three hundred yards. To Aaron Rodgers plus or minus twenty five fantasy points this week. See, I'm in a I'm in a conundrum here because I've got Jared Goff, I've got Aaron Rodgers, and they're both like performing almost exactly the same. They're both underperforming, you know, in the same. They're barely competent. Well, but we're the, here for you, Mister Kibasa. Yeah. I believe you know the answer. It's a matter of hashing it out. Right. You see, remember, America, we're both in. Cle- he's in Cleveland Brown rehab. I'm in New York Jet rehab. We can hash this out. We can make good decisions together. You got any questions? Hit Mr. Kibasa. You got any questions? Call me up. I would give you my phone number, but Mr. Kibasa would bleep it out. So let's just say <laughs> call Mr. Kibasa. We'll take care of business. So Aaron Rodgers, same question. Is Aaron Rodgers a 25-point fantasy score against a suspect Philadelphia Eagles defensive backfield He's, yes or no. He's got to have the big breakout game, and why not have it now? Yes, Mitchie! 3-0 goes to 4-0. I'll tell you what. I believe that's what you're saying. Devontae Adams or someone else scoring touchdowns? Maybe Aaron Jones is finally going to get. Or who do you see scoring touchdowns for Green Bay, Mr. I think, what I think, does that great, great smoker that has a brisket in it right mm. now and half a big piece of pork in it right now what does that big brisket in the backyard tell you yeah it tells me that marquez don't call me juan valdez scantling is going to get a touchdown Devonte adams yes or no Devonte adams is going to have eight receptions for 112 yards no touchdowns i'll tell you what i'll tell you what mr kibasa scantling was the guy on michi's radar perhaps we spoke of him perhaps there's uh, some like audio proof but it may have taken him a couple weeks i'm still curious about him um, Aaron Jones, any loving to who's scoring points here for uh, the Packers? Is 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 your man uh, Aaron Rodgers going to rush for a touchdown? Is that what you're predicting here? What is going? Who's who else is scoring touchdowns here in Green Bay? Well, yeah, I think Aaron. Yeah, Aaron Jones is going to get the six yard rushing touchdown after they had a fifteen play, ninety three yard drive, and everybody got some, but Aaron Jones got the touchdown. There you go. Yeah, and that's what's going on on Thursday Night Football. Let me tell you something. I hope for a good game because Thursday Night Football thus far has been 
you know, all right, average at best. What do you say we move on out and get up with a weekend? What do you say, Mr. Tabaka? Let's get on down to Sunday afternoon in Houston, Texas, Carolina. One and two at Houston. Two and one, Michi. Everybody knows that Deshaun Watson is el numero uno and DeAndre Hopkins is el numero uno. You know, they have uh, they have some issues over there in this game. If I was in Houston, I think we'd be at the barbecue place that we don't know yet, but someone would invite us. And we spend the morning helping them cook, hanging around the farm and all that fun stuff out there that they do in Houston and riding a horse or two. And we may just have to miss this game because Crackalack is in big trouble. And Houston is uh, probably going to take care of business. Fantasy football-wise, Deshaun Watson over a rookie quarterback that no one's going to remember in two weeks if, if he survives week four. America, you did hear about our man Cam Newton, right? He of the scarf in a fashion boutique and any number of injuries over the last four years. The rumor mill I heard, Mr. Cabasa, America, is that he has a case of plantar fasciitis. Oh. I, can, I can barely say it, and I certainly can't spell it. But I do know that this particular injury is not good for athletes. So the Carolina Panthers, in my humble opinion, will continue to be suppressed in their fantasy football scores. And if someone wants to take, uh, you know, the best player on a team, McCaffrey, off your hands, America might be time to try and find a better ball player than McCaffrey because Carolina is in big trouble. If Mr. Olsen is your tight end catching two touchdowns every week, that's, that, can't, that is not sustainable. And I think Houston is going to come after him hot and heavy. For me, I – Got one question. Is Will Fuller going to get back on track or is it just going to be the Boogie Hopkins show all, all Sunday long? Is Will Fuller finally going to shock the world and get his have his two touchdown game and show up for 2019? What do you say, Mr. Kilbasa? I say that DeAndre is so good. Why wouldn't you just throw it to him all the time? He's on fire, man. He's good. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no, Michi. All right, so Will Fuller people, I guess we're going to have to wait a little bit. I guess the fantasy love there is simply for Watkins and Hopkins. Wait a second, man. My man's got a new home this year. Kenny Stills going to come out of the scene this week. He's going to be at the feeding trough. Of Kenny touchdown Stills, maker touchdown football maker. Gold. Hell yeah. I'll tell you what, man. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Your 401k Kenny Stills rookie card will rise in value. And that'll be fantastic. But say, for instance, you're a daily fantasy football player and you fill out a primo lineup and you got about whatever's left to find a wide receiver. America, Mr. Kibasa is telling you right now, Kenny Stills is your man there. Do you like Christian McCaffrey to come close to anything, or is he going to be the super suppressed running back that's just not going to be the same guy this year? Wait, the answer I is yes, but. Oh. Do you think he's well, scoring 15 fantasy points this week? Yes or no? No. Is I mean, he, they have to. 10. Everybody's going to – they're going to say – I mean, Texas D is going to come up and say, look, dude, we're going to force you to pass. We're going to crunch that little dude all day and force Kyle Allen to go Greg Olson up the seam for an interception. All right. Is Greg Olson a repeat fantasy play for you this week? He's so you're been... going to just say – 
you're chasing points if you pick up Greg Olson. This Dude, week. everybody thinks he's going to be done every week, and he, he's been staying on the waiver wire in a lot of places. And <laughs> I don't know why they won't believe him, but I'm sure he's been scooped up in a lot of places now since we're into bye weeks. Well, but... I know why they're not, but I know why they're not believing because Mr. Gilbasa has not put his uh, stamp of approval on it, and that's <laughs> what I'm asking you right now, young man. Well, because yes the Darren no. Fuller Express came through town, and that's why I didn't pick him up after my man Big Chief went down with the broken wrist. All right, so you're liking Houston and fantasy football wise a whole whole lot of that quarterback wide receiver combo. DeAndre Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins is a man among boys out there. He's a badass. So there you go. Well, there you go. Now, what else would there be to do in Houston? Well, you know, you've been to Houston many a time. You know, I, the, the, yeah, the Hooters on the south side down there oh, was excellent. It was big. You know, they got a lot of a lot of knowledgeable professionals working there, and everybody smokes like a chimney. You just walk in; it's like walking into 1983. Man, it's awesome. Let's have a smoke, man. Let's have another. Give me an ashtray and a pack of camel an lights, a dozen and wings. Give me, another, give me another dozen wings and a pitcher of beer for everybody. Let's get the heck out of Houston because I'm not so sure I like that scenario. Where are we going next, Mister Gilbasa? We're going to the old Cleveland Browns versus the new Cleveland Browns. Oh, oh, the must-win of all must-win games for America's team, Michigan. You have a you have a case you have a case of the emperor's new clothes, there, Mr. Kilbasa. <laughs> uh, and it's remarkable how history repeats and how literature, for those listening. For that, for to you know, maybe Mr. Kipling knew something. I know there wasn't a hashtag America's team involved in the text, at least the one I remember. But ah, there should have been, there should have been. Nostradamus should have warned about this. And I'm telling you, it's tremendous drama. And for the heartache, for the spillage, for the leaks, for the broken things that are amongst. Hashtag American Steam, hashtag Cleveland Browns fans homes. The lamp can be replaced. Your heart has to stay pure. Your heart has to stay true. You have to hashtag believe land that your team will turn it around. This week is a challenge and a half. If the, it's it this week, and then everybody is convinced that oh, they were they were no they were no not what we thought they were. If we go one and three. Everybody's saying they're gonna just stop looking. They're gonna stop looking over to Cleveland. They're gonna be like, "Oh, they're just the Cleveland Browns. They're not a real team." I can't believe we wasted that much time talking about those chumps. If we stop the run, if we can take, yes. if we can yes. stop the run with our awesome overpaid defensive line, if we can <laughs> hold Mark Mark Ingram to less than a hundred yards, we got a chance. You know, what happens, think of this scenario there, uh, Mr. Mr. Kilbasa. Cleveland wins this game, you're 2-2. Two and two. That makes the Ravens 2-2. Two and two. And is everything right with the world? You yeah. better bleep and believe it. Yeah. You bet, because the naysayers will just say, oh, bloody, oh, blada, we thought this, we thought that, we were going to, oh, I was about to make a political comment. Um, but what I'm saying, your team has to, again, circle the wagons a little bit here. 
My question is your quarterback, Mr. Mayfield. In your thinking, is uh, in my thinking, in everyone's thinking, no one has – Baker Mayfield has not seen adversity, at least to living up to the hype. He has always lived up to the hype and gone beyond it. I think that if that young man gets his feet under him a little bit, now I can't say that Baltimore is not going to blitz him all day, but I am saying that the Cleveland Browns are a good enough football team to go on a road and win a football game. Week four, the preseason is officially over. My problem with a preseason, Mr. Kilbasa, is twofold. And I'm going to use your Cleveland Browns as the example. The game they played last week should have been week three of the preseason. And it took three weeks into the regular season to work it out. Because in the preseason, you just don't like work like you should. And the kinks and the bubbles and, the, and, and all the things that go with a well-oiled machine are not ready to go. And I believe at a, many of these teams that started very slowly, one and two, whatever the case is, your, my, hashtag America's team, hashtag Cleveland Browns, have a real opportunity this weekend and put some smack in people's faces and say, all right, you're going to eat that crow now or you want to see it again next week? And I'll tell you what, Baker Mayfield, plus or minus, two touchdowns this weekend. He's got to have two. He's got to right. have at least two. So plus. Plus or minus, plus three touchdowns, three touchdowns or more. Three. I'm going, yeah, three. Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb or one of the running backs, whomever they are. Gonna score gonna 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 put some points on the board against the Raven defense. Odell needs two. Landry needs one, at least one because he hasn't. All done right, shit. America, get your crayons out. Odell Beckham with a multiple touchdown effort. Now, is your defense fantasy worthy this week? You gonna create any turnovers? The answer is probably no. not. No. Okay. So no fantasy love there. On the flip side of the ball, the former the team formerly known as the original Cleveland Browns. Let's just say this and get this out of the way. Art Modell, bend over. I had the wrong end of the pumpkin ready to go back up in there. You piece of crap, Art Modell. And the rushing, you went into Ingram, going to be a little suppressed, perhaps. Um, Marquise Brown may or may not be healthy. The tight end may or may not be healthy. Lamar Jackson, plus or minus 80 rushing yards. In this game oh, Monday, he, in be- he, he he better have less than 100 yards. All right, all right. Listen, listen. The crystal ball works for everybody, and this is Kabasa's program. And I know you know what's up. So, I'm saying to you, and what we're saying here in this discussion is that the Cleveland Browns are going to win by eight points. They have a, to. They're going to win by a, a touchdown on the road. And let me ask you, will there be joy in Mudville after week four if this happens? Oh, there'll be a huge sigh of relief, a lot of stinky right. dumps, and you know anything <laughs> we can do to hang on because we've got it coming at us from all directions. Take Cleveland on the road, plus seven all day, baby. Come on. Upset of the week special here on the Sausage Hut, kids. <laughs> now, for those of you gambling people uh, – and you put a couple dollars down. Remember, this is Mr. Mr. Kilbasa over there has a Kenny Stills player card when he was a rookie in that plastic bit, and it's part of his 401k. <laughs> Please get him another one. Get him, get him, get him a Cleveland Brown player card and move on. What do you say? I think I agree with you. 
I think that the Ravens now um, can move the ball a little bit, but I believe that the exhibition season is over. And I'm taking Cleveland to win this game and really just shut the knuckleheads up. Yeah. Let's get the heck out of there and go to another meaningless game. Let's go. Let's Where head we going to next? New Jersey, baby. We're a couple teams that have been playing each other for 350 years. And who knows what's going to be going on now. The Redskins at the Giants, Michigan. Tremendous. Um, you can talk about uh, the Eli Manning saga, but people forgot his name already. And Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones lit up uh, and got surprisingly great fantasy results last week. Meanwhile, listen, listen to this, man. From the depths tell me, tell of the me. sea, from the from the gallows where the New York football giants stood just, I don't know, 10 days ago. Ten days the, ago. The, the ocean of hopelessness that they were stuck out in the middle of. Now, look at this, though. We got Daniel Jones, the guy who's going to make the GM look like he, he was a genius. And then, Wild hey, e. Coyote. Wayne Super Gallman. Genius. Hey, man, there's a big upside to our buddy Wayne Gallman. And look at this. You got Sterling Shepard and Evan Ingram, man. That's not bad. All of a sudden, you guys might have it. Not you guys, but all of a sudden, the Giants... They might have something here. Uh, what's that phrase? Don't believe the hype? <laughs> I don't think there's been is any the hype, phrase? has there? Don't believe the despair is what they should say. Well, there's a, you know, let's let's just point and counterpoint your Cleveland Browns. They're, um, there's no experience. There's no, there's no depth. And the talent level of the Giants is a little lacking. Um Rookie quarterback catching a catching a wave and having a pretty good game, you know he scored four fantasy touchdowns. That's that's actually an excellent game, but I don't know. I think that uh, if it wasn't if they were not playing the Washington Redskins and a team that will not have at least a ten defensive penalties as they did last week against the Bears, pitiful, pitiful, pitiful football, and with a rookie. Running back and a not a rookie, but a, a non-starter finally start, and I think Galman is probably in his third year. Um, great, and a rookie. No, no, this game has every. You know what? It's going to be a beautiful weekend in New Jersey. I think we'll get on the ferry and go into Manhattan, and then kind of walk over the Brooklyn Bridge and get some pizza, and then maybe we'll be back in uh, New Jersey at our hotel. And the game will be over, and we'll have had a nice meal, and we'll get to see the, you know, not see the Redskins and the Giants play a completely awful football game. You give me some fantasy points in here because I'm not watching this game. I am paying no attention. There is no one on either team. I don't care. You can give me the rookie rookie wide receiver on the Redskins who's having a good time. You can say, oh, Adrian Peterson's going to do his thing. You can say, it's Chris Thompson going to do his thing. You can say, Vernon Davis is going to do his thing. Oh, and you can go down to Giants like you did. And I'll tell you what, I'm still not watching this game. Can we talk about something else? America, don't put any love and fantasy value in anybody in this game. What That's about my? What about the newest member of my team? And that's Ohio State Buckeye Terry McLaren. McLaren, who oh. had a huge week last week. Hey, man. Uh, yeah, he's rookie of the year so far, as far as I can tell. There you go. Huh. 
And what about him? I, again, in this game, they both suck. Uh, you know, you want to take a flyer on your Ohio State guy? More power to you. Mr. Cabasa endorses it. I, I don't care. All right. You're definitely not going to be watching that game, even though the No, sir. The and Jets I could walk playing. to the stadium to see it, and I got no interest whatsoever. Let's no, and I don't South, think fantasy football-wise or otherwise. Let's get on 95 and head to the beach. The Pacific Ocean versus the Atlantic Ocean, baby. The Chargers and the Dolphins. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, do you want to just skip this one? or? Uh... <laughs> no, I believe there's a couple things worth talking about here. Okay. And, you know, the Dolphins... Let's talk about, oh gosh, I don't want to be this way. I'm going to be this way. Let's talk about teams tanking and how pitiful it looks in the National Football League. And the Miami Dolphins are now tanking and have been tanking all year. And this is what it looks like after three weeks. It's it's a terrible, terrible thing. I think it's very bad for the league. And it's a very poor commentary on the state of the National Football League that there are teams looking desperately just to be awful. They play once a week. They play for four months. It's not baseball. You're playing 180 games. Not basketball. You're playing 82 games. You can take a night off if you're if you're great, or you can if you're having a bad year. You can still compete. Miami Dolphins have none of that this year. Yes or no, Mr. Cabasa? A winless 0-16 season for the Miami Dolphins in 2019. No, yes gonna, or no? They're going to get one. They're going to get one somewhere. Hopefully not against the Jets, right? Well, you know, and why didn't I think of that? Okay, let's go. Let's talk about the San Diego Chargers traveling to the East Coast. Yeah, or the L.A. Chargers, whichever one you want. Favored by uh, 16 I prefer the and a San half. Diego Chargers myself, but that's gotcha. just my opinion. Um <laughs> They're scuffling. What's their record now? They're like they're one, one and two. two. Yeah. And I heard a rumor that Melvin Gordon thinks he can, he's coming back to the team. Is this true? <laughs> I, that's what I heard. And luckily, I was a week ahead of schedule on the waiver wire because I picked them up last week. Everybody. Oh, <laughs> so, there's, there's you better come on back. That was an Einstein monkey's bane move right there. That's classic. But if you're listening and no one in your league is caught wind of this, I hope like you can do this by osmosis and you can feel the love in the air. Mishy and Kabas are saying, yes, Melvin Gordon, it's time. <laughs> My question in this, not in this game, because the, I, in many ways, I think that the Chargers have kind of beaten themselves very much in preseason mode. One of those teams. And can they play, as you described last week, essentially a 10 o'clock game on Sunday morning and be fantasy worthy? And I, I'm going to say no, um, maybe. Austin Eckler, another touchdown maker in 100 combined yards, yes or no? Yes, this is going to be a squash match, right? This is going to be King Kong Bundy versus Barry O. The backup running back on San Diego, what's his name? Justin Jackson. Yes, sir. Is he fantasy worthy in this game? Plus or minus 13 fantasy points for Miss and underperforming thus far, Mr. Jackson. Right. I'm going to say he's going to come in right around 10 points. So if you need right. to pick him up, you can get him. 
Um, added Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Touchdown makers for both of them or none of them? Both. Both. Yeah, I think the Chargers are going to put 35 at least up. Any of those defensive points? <laughs> That's your department, Mishy. Come on, man. You're the defensive touchdown guru here. Last week, uh, the Miami Dolphins had many a turnover. They should have given up a pick six. Missy always loves this. I get a, I got a special crayon, America. And when I pick defensive touchdowns, I write it in this crayon, and it's in my hand right now. Fantasy football-wise, get your hands on the Chargers regardless of a three-hour difference. This game could be a little closer than Mr. Kibas is saying, oh. just for the sake of time zone. But I believe the Charger defense is just going to do everything they can. Um, you know, the Cowboys put up like a 10, 12 fantasy points. It could have been 20 last week. could have been 21. And we're going to see the Chargers be a real fantasy big deal. I agree with you about Mike Williams and throwing the ball. Let's talk about the quarterback, the old man out there, Papa yeah. himself. Plus or minus 24 fantasy points for Mr. Rivers. It's got to be plus. It's got to be plus if he's going to be all throwing right. touchdowns. That's what I think. I don't think the – So you're all he in. He wakes you're up all at, in. He wakes up at 4.30 in the morning anyway with his eight kids, so he doesn't mind getting up early and beating Miami's ass and then being on a plane home by five. I have my hands folded like I was just in a judo match with you with the wisdom you just laid out there, Mr. Kovasa. <laughs> and I bow to your wisdom. But I'm wrong. That's exactly that's no, I need to know you're not neither. So that's fantastic. So if we're in Miami, are we going to this game with like eight thousand people in there? America, if you watch this game, try and get a uh, view of the stadium. It's uh, going to be disrespectful to the National Football League how few people are going to be at this game. Because if Mr. Kabasi and I were there, you know what? You know what we're doing. We're in South Beach meeting women who do not speak English as a first or second language. Eating well, sunning well, funning well, and not paying any bit of attention to the crap-ass Miami Dolphins in whatever they do. Can we get the heck out of the 305, Mr. Kielbasa? Uh, bienvenido, mademoiselle. Yeah. Let's go up to Indy. The Colts, hey, don't give up on them. Versus Oakland, the circus is coming to town, Indy. Get your tickets now. <laughs> Oakland Raider fans, kindest, most gentlest, most intelligent football fans in America. What the hell is going on with the Oakland Raiders, Mr. Kielbasa? They are playing in a game against the Colt team that has circled the wagons. We talked about it on your program here, the Sausage Hut, me and you, to speak in football, that they're going to be okay. Oakland Raiders, meanwhile, I think they're showing that they do not have enough talent on their 53-man roster. And they're in big trouble going to Indianapolis this weekend. Do you agree with that or disagree with that? It's it's it, They're just rambling down the road, looking like they might flip the car over. At any oh, point, and some, Chucky at the with Chucky with a bloody Chucky doll driving the damn truck. But Mishy, <laughs> yes, Derek, Derek Carr can have a good game, and Tyrell Williams is pretty good, and Darren <laughs> Waller has been outstanding so far. Correct. So they got a puncher's Correct. chance. Their defense. They, oh, the defense. And Brissett and the Colts, they've been playing some really hard-nosed football. 
but I think in many ways they've been pretty fortunate. Now, Jacoby Brissett is a very functional, functional pro quarterback. There's no question. But I'm not so sure about the fantasy value there. I know that T.Y. Hilton is hurt again and that Mr. Mack in the backfield is banged up a little bit. This could be a very fascinating game if Oakland, in their puncher's chance, can put up 14 points in the first quarter because the Colt defense, excuse me, the Colt offense is not the Kansas City chief offense. And if you punch him once, you punch him twice, like you said, you may have a shot. But I'll tell you what, I ain't, I don't know. I could call a close game. Derek Carr, two touchdown passes and 300 yards would be quite a few fantasy points. That would be 18 plus 12 is how many? 30. Quite a few. <laughs> That's what it's going to take to win. Or is Jacobs going to be the running back, the rookie running back, going to overcome his illness and dominate a good cold defense in their home field? I'm not thinking that's possible either. I see this as a, as a rough-and-tumble football game with some very suppressed fantasy football numbers. Give me a Colt wide receiver that's not named Hilton that's going to score at least one touchdown. Ohio State, Buckeye, Paris Campbell. You haven't heard much of him lately, but look out. He can play football. That sounds like a homer pick. Give me another one, please. <laughs> Naheem Hines is going to have four receptions for 34 yards. Might take one into the end zone. Is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> he, yeah, yeah. Naheem Hines. Six receptions, 34 yards, one TD. What, the, what does that get you? Ten points, nine points? Well, I'll tell you what. If uh, you, know, you know that the 49ers on the Jets are on a bye week, so if you got a guy and you need a guy, there might be some value right there, Mr. Himes. I would check the uh, health of Mr. Mack in his game. And if he's questionable or 50-50, doesn't practice Thursday or Friday, Mr. Cabasa, you might be on to something. Any love for any uh, – you, you mentioned a couple Raiders. Who's scoring the touchdowns, the rookie running back, the tight end, or the wide receiver of note, Mr. Williams? Yeah. No, my man Darren Waller is going to go up to see him and score me about 20 points. 60-yard oh. touchdown reception, seven receptions for 110 yards, two touchdowns That's for Darren Waller in the upset victory. Circle it, circle it, circle it. Chucky, Chucky lives again. Where is that Chucky rides again? I don't really know, but you might be onto something there, Mr. Kilbasa. <laughs> Darren Waller is the pickup. The rest of the world goes around. Can we get the heck out of Indianapolis, please? Let's take 70 eastbound over to 75 and head straight into... Yeah, well, you go east till you can smell it, north till you step in it. Kansas City, head to the Big D, Detroit. Can anybody stop Mr. Mahomes in his in his in his road show? I hope 2019. so. Jeez, what I I got all kinds of Chiefs now, and I don't even know. I take I put Nicole Hardman on the bench. He scores touchdowns. I leave Sammy Watkins in the game. He doesn't do anything. The flying savant picks up Demarcus Robinson. Oh man, Damian Williams, my keeper's hurt. Oh, Shady McCoy came out of nowhere. I mean, Kels, ugh, there's just, it's a, what do they call it? A embarrassment, embarrassment of riches. Embarrassment of riches. Of it's an 
embarrassment of riches is what it is. Hey, I said this last year, America, and as Mr. Kilbasa, and I'm going to say it again now just for the sake of argument. Only team that's going to stop the Kansas City Chiefs is the Kansas City Chiefs. Think about it. Just think about it. One more time. Only team that's going to stop the Kansas City Chiefs is the Kansas City Chiefs. And it's not going to be the Detroit Lions this weekend, people. I'm here to tell Undefeated you. Undefeated Detroit Lions. How about that? And we were talking, I was talking, not we. I'll take personal responsibility. I was talking really bad about them earlier this season. Pretty impressive. They played Grandma, Grandpa, and Uncle Henry. Now they're playing the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't care if they're playing a, well, I do care. They're playing on a carpet. And they're playing indoors. And yes or no, the Kansas City Chiefs are scoring 40 points this weekend. Mr. Uh, no. I'm saying no. Wow. Wow. Um, Mahomes, more than 375 Ugh. passing yards. No. Who's throwing more touchdowns, Stafford or Mahomes? Mahomes. Hmm. That was easy. <laughs> um, Shady McCoy is your running back in note. You got him. Start him, correct? Uh, I think he's got an ankle, but this other, this Demarcus Robinson dude might be the man. He took over a little bit, and uh, Mr. Darwin Thompson got nothing. Ugh. Touchdown makers. Touchdown makers is the wide receivers in Kelsey. Do you start all of them if they're on your roster? Well, I've got two of them. Watkins. Sammy Watkins had that huge week one, and then hasn't done anything since then. But Miko Hardman had a good. It's God, man, it's tough. I mean, I do I start them both? Do I start neither of them? I think Miko Hardman might be the man. There's a lot of a lot of mouths to feed fantasy football wise. Totally, if you fall totally. in love with the big red, but been so let's go them. someplace. Let's say this: if you got them, start them. Can I can I say that, America, about the Kansas City Chiefs? You got him on your roster, start him. Let me ask you this question. Is there a defensive touchdown in this game? <laughs> That's your department, Michy. What do you say? I'm telling you, America, I'm telling you, if you want to pick up a flyer on a D, Kansas City Chiefs are your surprise, surprise fantasy player. I'm going to say this right now. Plus 16 fantasy points for the Kansas City Chiefs. Calling a blowout. I'm just call. I'm just calling. Kansas City's going to get at it on the road against undefeated Detroit. <laughs> now, didn't now, yeah, undefeated Detroit. And Bobby Lane is not at quarterback. <sighs> yes, that's exactly what I'm doing. Kansas City's going to come in, handle their business, and handle their and put and put Detroit in a place that uh, they did that they belong in, and that's just like back looking in the mirror. Let's get the heck out of there and go get some clean water and some clean food, and let's go someplace else. Where do you want to go? Uh -oh. Let's go to the ass end of Lake Erie for a battle of unbeaten. New England's traveling to Buffalo. Look out. Buffalo's 3-0. and Are you kidding me? But you saw it coming from week one. You saw that defensive play, Michy. I did. You said, oh, I did these indeed. guys are good. And you said, oh, the Sheriff John Brown, he's got something going there. And you said, oh, Frank Gore must be getting chicken fat 
uh, injected into his knees or something like that. Oh boy, yeah, he's filling that stuff up because Frank Gore is re- revitalized. The Cle- the Buffalo Bills um, are playing some good football, and this week they play Chowda O'Brady, the Great Hoodie, and the unbeaten New England Patriots at home. One o'clock game in Buffalo. I'll tell you what, Mr. Cabasa, if you wouldn't mind, this is the game I want to go to this week. Can we go? Yeah. Can we go up? We'll get up there um, on Saturday sometime if possible. Yeah. We'll eat. We'll drink. We'll go to a couple couple nice places out there in Buffalo. And I think we're going to see a tremendous football game this week. Or and why don't we go to fo- Canadian side? Let's let, We'll go have dinner in Buffalo, then head up the Canadian side of Niagara Falls, and then come back in the morning. I have, uh, I'll tell you what, there is a tourist trap and the tourist trap is called Niagara Falls, Canada. Let's stay in Buffalo proper so we can make sure we get to the game. Okay. The casino's better though on that side. I think, uh, it's a tourist trap and I'd rather go south of the border and wow. like, have lunch. No respect I'd rather go there Niagara and have Falls. lunch. Oh, it's a beautiful, they got a beautiful view, but if you go through the town, it's just kind of, it's not. It's no fun. That's they all had, I can they tell had a couple gentlemen's clubs there that where it was pretty much anything goes, you know. And casinos and yeah. uh, Molson beer everywhere, and I'm very fond of that. But uh, you know, I'm into more wholesome activities, Mister Kobasa, like <laughs> fantasy football and things of that nature. Yeah. Let's talk about this game, fantasy football wise. The road team, the champs. Tom Brady's playing like he wants to be MVP one more time. Plus or minus 25 points for Tom Brady this week. You know what? I think I think the Bills are just going to show up and just just leave a load in their pants and I think Chowder's going to be like, "Listen, boys. This is how it's Can't done." Can't go undefeated. Yeah. <laughs> are you telling me that Tom Brady who who, who has beaten every bad Buffalo Bill team since he came into the league is now going to face a new beast and a new defense, and it's going to be a football game up there in Buffalo. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's good. I think. Oh, what do you say? You're on the Buffalo bandwagon. You're I'm Buffalo, Buffalo Bill over here. I'm on the Buffalo bandwagon. I think they match up pretty well with New England in Week Four. Um, in Week One, I would say probably I might say the same thing. I think the Buffalo Bills defense is, has enough talent in it to make Brady's life a little problematic. Um, Sony Michelle is, is certainly an underperformer right now. The conversation is, oh, your number two draft pick is going to be time sharing with uh, Mr. Burkhead, oh. which is, should scare the hell out of you if you're playing fantasy oh. football. <sighs> ah. And it proves the old maxim. You have no idea who to trust on the New England Patriots when it comes to fantasy football. And if you can tell me the touchdown makers, you got a piece of paper, you got an open mind, you have a photographic memory. Who's scoring touchdowns this week for the New England Patriots, Mr. Kielbasa? Josh Gordon and Julian Edelman. All right. Any rushing touchdowns? Sony Michelle gets one. For me, because get I left the bleep out of here! You lost your mind. Burkhead's not Burkhead's sturdy, but he's a fullback as much as he wants to deny it. Pass catching fiend is if he wants to deny it. 
Um, so that kind of plays to see. I got a question now because I've been pretty impressed with the Bills defense in parts of games. The Buffalo Bills that I've seen, they kind of um, lose the pedal to the metal edge somewhere. And they have in the last couple games. And that's going to be deadly against New England. I am indeed taking Chowder O'Brady to, uh, to throw for 25-plus um, fantasy points. I don't know what that means in, in real English. Let's try that again. To mm, throw two. for multiple <laughs> – take two, Michigan. To throw for multiple touchdowns and probably less than 300 yards. And I can see the Buffalo defense having eight fantasy points. I don't see, I can see them trying to confuse um, the young quarterback, Mr. Allen. And it's going to be a grinding game. It's going to be whoever gets 24 points in this game might win this game. And I'm not sure. I don't know. You got to say Al Gore's a touchdown maker, but Al I'm Gore. not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. I'm, I'm not feeling it. I'm feeling more like uh, Mr. Yeldon might get a little more action in this game. I could say that Josh Allen's going to score one with his legs if you're playing that sort of game. But fantasy football wise, as nice as he's been, he's been inconsistent and it's scored 19 points in two weeks. It's not a lot of production. So, a lower scoring game, and I'm saying no defensive touchdowns, though, although I should be saying it, but I'm not. And first team to 24 wins. Maybe this is a game for the field goal kickers, America. Gaskowski has missed more than his share of extra points, and Hushka out there in Buffalo might be the fantasy football kicker of the week. With 15-something fantasy points, that's 15 points. That's like five bleeping field goals. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking Hushka in this game as my only fantasy-relevant guy. Get your blue crayons out, Buffalo Nation. That's it. Who stole the Hushka? Who stole the Hushka? Who stole the Hushka? So you're saying take Buffalo plus seven at home, home dog. Yes, I am. That's a lot of points at home. Yeah. This is the first good team this is the first good team that the Patriots are playing. Who are they? We're going to find out. Who are the Buffalo That's Bills? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Will be able to circle the wagons like the Bills of old? Enough of that, Michy. Let's take the wings and fly on out of there. Where are we going next, Captain? Let's get on 75 south to 85 north to 20 west. The Tennessee Titans at the Atlanta Falcons. This is a game that I really don't care that much about, Machine. What in the world is wrong with the Atlanta Falcons? Aside from Julio Jones lighting it up. Finally. You know, my my man Hooper drives the boat, scored two touchdowns. Finally. He's on my fantasy team. It's fantastic. But Matt Ryan is not playing like Matt Ryan. My question to you, Mr. Kilbasa, at home, this is a must-win game for the Atlanta Falcons. Is Matt Ryan the MVP Matt Ryan, or is he the next Eli Manning Matt Ryan in week four? Contrary to popular belief, Matt Ryan has thrown for 300 yards three weeks in a row. So And he's I, lost how many games? Two. In desperation, he's thrown for 300 oh, so yards. In he's desperation. Gar- okay, okay. He's not throwing these and the team's been ahead and they happen to lose. He's throwing, you know, these, you know, I think he probably put up 70 yards in a touchdown in that last drive in Minnesota. 
Minnesota, don't you know? And they have not been playing good football. I'm asking you, is Matt Ryan going to be an MVP player or is he going to be Eli Manning part Matt Ryan? What's going on there? What is going on in Atlanta? I want to think that Tennessee is a good team because they beat the crap out of the Cleveland, but I'm pretty sure that that's not really the case. So at home, on the carpet, I think Matt Ryan's going to have a good game and Julio Jones is going to keep it going. And Calvin Ridley is going to get him some too. Calvin Julio Jones, people, if he's available, you already got him. No one's going to trade you for him. He's a touchdown maker. He's finally the Julio uh, Jones we thought he was going to be last year. And you remember last year, Julio started incredibly slow. Well, he just didn't. He didn't have a touchdown until what? In November or something like that. You know, till till they were already disqualified from playoff contention, probably. Here comes Julio. Touchdown making Julio. And now they're not playing good football. Um, does Tennessee run the ball? Is Mr. Henry your fantasy play? A strong fantasy play this week with like 17 to 22 points. I'm yeah. saying yes. Derrick Henry likes playing in Atlanta. He liked playing in Atlanta was when he was with the Roll Tide. So, yeah, he's going to have a good game. So... You know, find them, pick them up. Derrick Henry's an excellent play. Agreed. Any faith, any love in anybody else in Tennessee? I'm saying I can't. I know. Only if you're desperate, get pick up Delaney Walker. He can score touchdowns. How I'll, long before? How long before Marcus Mariota gets benched? Is it this week? Is it next week? I'm going to give him two more weeks. If they go, if they're one and four, then then it's time to bring in the other guy. That's, that's a very important stuff right there. But you know what? We're, uh, we're going to go have some wholesome fun. We're going to leave at halftime, Mishy, and we're going to go to the Rusty Nail, and we're going to go to the Pony right afterwards. That's what we're um, doing on Sunday afternoon. We got a limo driver, or we got to drive ourselves? No, we've got we've got the, the stretch uh, Lincoln Navigator lined up. Wow, you... the Cabasa special. The Cabasa special. I'll tell you what. No Chick-fil-A at the stadium. Julio Jones with a touchdown. Matt Ryan plus or minus 27 fantasy points, and the Falcons take care of their business. I'm, what do you see? I'm, I'm saying he is going to, yeah, he's going to have 28. He's coming in. Coming All in right. above well, it, Michy. What about the running back game there? Uh, any love for Mr. Freeman or Mr. Smith or anything there, uh, fantasy football-wise? I always say avoid them. Yeah. But is this a game where they're going to give us a touchdown make out of the backfield in the ATL? Devonta Freeman needs three good weeks under his belt before I'm back on the train because he disappointed us a lot in the All past. Right. All right. All right. You like Ridley, Mr. Sanu, just be complimentary. What about my man Hoopa? 60 yards and any other uh, touchdown makers or yeah. no? Yeah. Hooper. Hooper is going to be on, in on the fun. He's going to have seven, seven receptions on 10 targets, 84 yards, and a touchdown. You tell you what, America, Mr. Kielbasa is on fire. And I would uh, I would agree with that. I, I would understand football-wise and football-wise, you've got some good things going on in Atlanta this week. I hope I'm not wrong. Can we finish the limo ride and get us into another game as soon as possible? Yeah, let's get to Hartsfield and get to the airport because we're flying out to the, that one field in L.A. because Tampa's 
coming to the Rams. Look out. 405 game finally. How many people are going to be in, in the Coliseum watching this game this weekend? Half filled, three quarter filled. What do you say? Well, that place can hold 100,000, right? Some, uh, probably. I'm going to say, I don't know what they normally get, but I'd say, I may, I'd say it'd be in the 50s, 50,000, I would think. I mean, the Rams are 3 right. and 0, and Jared Goff is ready to uncork some, and that's that's my decision. Should I take Rodgers or Goff? Rodgers or Goff? Rodgers or Goff? What's Todd Gurley going to do? I mean, it's weird. It's like it's like series to series with Todd Gurley. If he's deciding, well, okay, are you going to play this one? Okay, and then take a couple series off, and then come back. It's weird what's going on with the man. We uh, spoke about that early um, this summer and throughout the summer. We spoke of Todd Gurley and how he's going to be used thus far in fantasy football. He's, what is he, in the top 22 fantasy scoring? Not the same guy. Not the same guy. Is that going to change against a uh, Tampa defense that's well improved? Or is Jameis Winston going to go out to California and say, hey, this is where I should have been all along and have a great game? Fantasy football-wise, Jared Goff or Jameis Winston? Each of them, plus or minus 25 fantasy points this week. Jameis had a gigantic weekend last weekend, so that means there's no chance he's going to have a back-to-back gigantic weekend. Goff? If he wants if he wants to get paid, Jameis Winston's going to have another great game. That's okay. all I want to say. Hey, well, all well, I, I got to say is you got to golf to get off. Okay. <laughs> and that means win fantasy football games. That's and I right. agree with you. I can agree with you completely. Because with the flux of the running game, the pass catchers um, and Cooper Cup coming back from his uh, injury and surgery, um, there should be, there could be, and there probably will be high-flying wide receiver show in the Coliseum this weekend. And I'm telling you, America, and I'm telling you, Mr. Kobasa, Godwin Evans, got him, start him. Cooper Cup. Not Chris Godwin, Godwin Evans, right? Uh, yeah, you know, oh, the wait. wide receiver out there in Tampa. Oh, Godwin Evans is <laughs> one guy. No, no, they're both last names. It's not a law firm. Come on now, Mr. Kabasi. Don't try to confuse Michigan. Hurt in a car? Happen. Call Godwin and Evans. Need a touchdown? Hey. Call Godwin and Evans. 1-800-99-EVANS. Hi, I'm Mr. Evans. I'll represent your case. I'll get you the maximum amount awarded by law. I guarantee it. Ugh. Does that mean he's Mr. Evans is going to score two touchdowns this week? Uh, no, because no. Mishy made a bad joke, and oh, therefore I put the little joke. hex. I put all right, two touchdowns, and no, no, Evans with the touchdown, Godwin with the touchdown. Which one of those two running backs is playing this week? Is it going to be the Barber Show or is it going to be the uh, Mr. Jones Show? They're going to play. They're going to platoon. Neither of them going to do shit. Well, as you know, America, Ronald Jones went to the University of Southern California, otherwise known as USC. And USC has played many a game. They play their home games at the Coliseum. So if you're looking for a little inside love, I'm saying it's the Ronald Jones touchdown maker show this week, America. Get your crayons out. Me and Ronald Ronald Jones, Ronald Jones, Ronald Jones, Ronald Jones. He's got an RB2 thing going on.
with a touchdown and 85 yards. Don't you know? It's Robert, Robert Jones. <laughs> Robert Jones, Robert Jones, Robert Jones, Robert Jones. Or his brother Ronald. Listen, Robert Ronald, you know what I mean. Let, let the kid, let, let, come on, man. I'm making up lyrics as I go along. <laughs> touchdown maker as an RB. The two wide receivers, touchdown maker. Jameis Winston, plus 24 fantasy points. Lock it in. No if he's way. on your club, lock it in, people. I wouldn't touch. I would think both of these defenses are going to be pretty good, but the pass catchers and the offensive potential on these two teams say it's going to take, like I always say about the Rams, it's going to take 33 points to win. All right, Bessie. Cooper- hey, this is something that we haven't done since last year, and I forgot about it. We need What's to put that there, that's that's going to be our wager of the week, Mishy. Which uh, fast food item are we going to put on the line? Jameis Winston, twenty-five points over. What do you want to put on it? Um, I want, I want, I want the best fried chicken, macaroni and cheese, and green beans that we could find. Like a big heaping mess of real hometown back home. Soul food, like not so from want, Kentucky Fried Chicken, even though. Um, if you want, if you hey, listen, you want to get a, like a bucket of chicken, I'll eat a bucket of chicken. Bucket of but KFC. I'm saying, a bucket of now. What size is the bucket of KFC? How many pieces does that come in? in That's like a twelve piece, isn't it? Let's get a twenty pack. Okay, twenty piece. Twenty with, piece, with three sides at least. Three sides sounds good. You beverage, sure. Yeah, sweet tea. You got a beverage, sweet tea. All right, so. You got a sweet tea. I'm going to say Jameis Winston. What is this for? Jameis Winston plus 24? Uh, you said Because I said 24. Okay, 24. I'll give you 24. All right. All right. All right. We can go to the audio tape to make sure. Either Winston one. You pick it. Tw- Jameis Winston over 24 fantasy points. Over for 24 Michigan. points. Absolutely. Locked and loaded. Jared Goff. He's going to be. Jared Goff could be a 28 to 30 point score. I know Tampa's defense is good. But I don't trust that running game, man. They're, they're very surprising what they're doing in L.A. And their wide receivers continue to be effective. What are the three wide receiver, the triple header out there in L.A.? Cup, Cooks, and Woods. They all got two. They all got double letters in their names. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what. I'm going to tell you what. It's much like the Kansas City Chiefs. If you got them, start them, America. Touchdown maker in each of them. And this is going to be a good ball game. I think this is going to be a really good, entertaining ball game. I think I so too. I, I think so too. And um, Tampa Bay is surprised with their defense. We're going to see how smart their coach is, and we're going to get in and out of LA. And where are we going next? Captain? Let's head out to the desert for an NFC West matchup. The two and one Seattle Seahawks with Michigan starting QB this week. Russell Wilson's heading out to the we don't know what to make of them Arizona Cardinals. Are they putting points on the board but still losing? They've got a tie, and that always sucks, Michigan. <laughs> Do not break in case of tie. No, you just suck. You got a tie. You didn't lose. A tie's like kissing Kowski's sister. That's what I like to say. Um, older sister or younger sister? They're all older. Oh, then I got a different one in mind. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Um, 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 Seattle is a very curious case to me. Russell Wilson has thrown the ball more in the last two weeks than he has in his, since he played in his backyard. And Mr. Carson, a high draft pick for me, an RB2 for other people, 
has like a case of fumble mania. And Coach Pete Carroll says, oh, we're still going to trust him. And I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it whatsoever. I got Mr. Carson on the bench. Mr. Uh, Mr. Wilson is throwing the ball all over the yard. Doesn't care to who. The tight end is having a good time. Disley, couple touchdowns. I think he's got three or four touchdowns. And as much as the Seahawks were supposed to be a running team, they're going to be a passing team. And because at a necessity. And I like Russell Wilson to be plus 27 points this week. You agree or disagree? I'm going to disagree. I don't think he's going to keep the same form as last week. So you're, you're going to tell me that somehow the Seattle's going to hold the ball and run the ball like they want to. Yeah, because Chris Carson needs to, needs to break out. Chris Carson is in, Chris Carson may lose his job soon. The coach better have said, uh, hey, here, kid, here's a football, <laughs> and you're going to hang on to this football 24 hours a day, and wherever you go, people are going to try to knock it out of your hands. I want you to sleep with this football. I want you to shower with this football, and I, I want this football to stay in your arm. I want you to eat with this football. Do not let this football come out of your hands. And every way, guys – I want the rest of this team, whenever you see this guy right here, you try to get that football out of his hand, all right? That's what we're going to do all stinking week, guys. we got to hold on to the football if we're going to play football with the Seattle Seahawks. Totally. Coach, I'm right, I'm right there with you. And on that note, oh, by the way, Chris, you're not starting. Oh. Are you kidding me? I would not. I, they might just start him, but I don't know what's going to happen. Let's talk about that Arizona club who can score points but don't know how they're doing it. How do you like the rookie quarterback? I, I hate this. Like I them? don't want do to like him, but right. I'm, I'm starting to like him a little bit. He's got a little fun bunch in him, don't he? And Larry Fitzgerald. He sure does. Larry, he sure does. He does. And uh, and Larry Fitzgerald's acting like a Hall of Famer who's ready to retire on a high note. Dude, impressive. he's been ready to retire for like eight years, but he keeps coming back because he's in phenomenal shape and he's got some of the best hands ever. Completely impressive. And the problem out there in the desert is the defense, and it's gonna it's been a hindrance. And then all of a sudden, the coach kind of the rookie coach kind of clicks, and David Johnson kind of clicks, and. They play a more competitive game at certain points, but they start slow. They start slow. Do you see Arizona fantasy value? Where do you see it for the Cardinals this week? For all of them? For the team, yeah. yeah. Who's who's my guys? Well, David Johnson. David Johnson. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, I don't Say even know who, who even runs the ball out there. Who, who do they, do they I, have? I don't know. I do not know how many how many rushing yards might they have. Not many. <laughs> yeah, not many. So, you know, fantasy football wise, you got to think Tyler Murray's a guy you got to pick up. He's producing points. He's forced to throw the ball, and he's running for his life. Ah, oh, and he's running for his, well, he had a game or two like that. I think it was a game or, I think in his first game, he had maybe three yards rushing. Mm. But that came to a, a sudden stop. I can see, I can see a pretty exciting ball game here. But Russell Wilson and Tyler Lockett, did I say his name right? Yeah. Um, You know, our, touch, our touchdown makers. I'm not sure about Disley. What about the uh, other kid, the rookie, DK Metcalf? You see any love uh, for a rookie? outshining his counterparts out there in Seattle, uh, out there in Arizona. Yeah. Um, is Metcalf going to, is Metcalf going to see 80 yards in a touchdown? 
I know my answer. What does your crystal ball say? Four receptions, 58 yards, no touchdowns. I think Mr. Metcalf is the X factor this week. I think Mr. Metcalf can be the guy with eight catches, like a buck 40 and a chance at two touchdowns, America. So you're calling him DX Metcalf. Perhaps I am. Perhaps I am. But I got my crayons out and I just wrote his name down. I can find him on a waiver wire, and he might have the nicest performance yet. Mr. Murray out there in Arizona, plus or minus 24 fantasy points. Minus. All right. That means David Johnson is a 12-point guy, plus or minus. <laughs> David Johnson. Uh-huh. Say what? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's going to run the ball, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, he's not, but he'll catch the ball. Do you think Arizona has a chance to win this game? Let's talk about the pro game. This is a must-win game for Seattle, you know. They have to win this game after losing last week. Yeah. Yep. So pressure is on the Seattle to perform on the road against a young team. I think they come in and take care of business because Arizona's not prepared. If you got fantasy guys from Arizona – yeah, you know what? A little lightning in the bottle. If you got something better, I'd go down that road. My surprise play there, America, is Mr. Metcalf, and I love Russell Wilson. Can we leave the desert and go to a more uh, a more uh, Midwestern place next? Let's go to the Midway to see the monsters taking on a hated NFC North foe. Two two and one teams who don't like each other and two two and one teams who are trying to figure shit out. One team's doing a little bit better than the other. Yes, sir. You got two two and one teams with uh, quarterbacks who are supposed to be playing much better than they are. Mm-hmm. Who's worse right now? Quarterback in Minnehaha or the quarterback in Chicago? I think Trubisky is worse of the two. Well, Kirk There's Kirk doesn't bad. look as bad because Dalvin Cook is kicking some ass. Dalvin Cook has been the best player on the field. If you listen to this podcast, America, you you took Dalvin Cook or made him a keeper, much like Mr. Kibasa. Right. And he's rewarding that, and that's why we talk about fantasy football. The, the story that uh, Mr. Diggs is somehow persona non grata and on his way out of Minnesota that I heard this week is ludicrous. The problem in Minnesota has got to be the quarterback. And with the exception of the running back, with the exception of the defense, Adam Thielen is the only guy who's put up anything in Minnesota. It's remarkable. Adam hooked on a Thielen. Yeah, yeah. And I'm kind of not believing that Kirk Cousins is my franchise quarterback. (laughs) Oh, my. And and Mr., Mr. Trubisky, I'll tell you what. You know, you think uh, a high co- high drafted quarterback like Baker Mayfield is feeling some heat? Oh my God! If you're Mitch, if you are Mitchell Trubisky, you are feeling more heat. And the coach Nagy last week, when they played against the Redskins, went out of his way to make Nagy feel comfortable. Threw the ball in situations that should have ran it. Ran, you know, just threw the ball way too much in in a way where the Chicago Bears, to me, have lost sight of their offensive mojo. And they don't know what it is, and they're just relying on their defense. And I think Minnesota's relying on their defense, too. 
fantasy wise, you got Cook. You got any? You you got Thielen or Diggs to score a touchdown for the Vikings this week, or dude, neither of them? Dude, this this might be a twelve nine game with nothing but field goals. You might be right. You might be right. Bunch of sacks. Would you start? I would start either defense if I had them. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, fantasy football wise, start your defense. And the rest of the time, let's eat some, you know, cheesesteaks and make fun of Mike Ditka and watch a good old NFC East Labanaka. This is going to be this is going to be a slobber knocker. And Hopefully, it'll be windy and rainy suffers. in Chicago. And that's bad for fantasy football, but I, we both like that kind of pro football. I must admit to you. Can we get out of the windy city? Because we're not seeing much here. We're not seeing much here. No, let's uh, um, let's, head let's west. get out. Let's go watch the game, but move on to a more fantasy football fun game, shall we? Yeah. Jacksonville heads out to Denver with two teams that I could care less about. Really? (laughs) Really? The good people of Denver, Colorado, some of the greatest football fans ever against the upstart Jacksonville with a Minshew quarterback and a team that got a little mumbo jumbo, got a little juice. Let me tell you, can I tell you a little side story, a little marketing, a little business, a little dispensary story from the great state of Colorado? Sure, Michi. Uh, for those of you who are uh, tourists who do drugs and travel to places like that, you can fly into Denver Airport and get anything you want. Hang out for a weekend and fly home. It's crazy. And there is an owner of a dispensary in Colorado, in Denver, who grew up in Jacksonville. Big Jacksonville Jaguar fan. And I don't know what news feed you guys get, but my news feed said this man is offering a big fat joint when they come into his store Sunday morning wearing Jacksonville Jaguar gear with any purchase of any other product. So you could put on your uh, Jones Drew fantasy football legend shirt Walk in there, get yourself whatever they sell there. They sell pens and they sell, you know, cabbage treats. I'm not sure what else they got. They got cabbage treats, right? Or is it something a little sweeter? I don't know. And he'll give you a free J, as we used to call them back in the day, if you're wearing Jacksonville Jaguar uh, gear. And, uh, man, that might, aside from the quarterback, you know, trying to look like a throwback a little crazy man which is a lot of fun in this nfl um i thought that was the coolest story this week coming out of denver what about you mr (laughs) i can't top that nor do i want to because we're not competing we're on the same team and jimmy o'shaughnessy is your touchdown maker they had one last week you're saying mr o'shaughnessy is going back to back belly to belly with touchdowns we haven't talked about jimmy (laughs) o'shaughnessy because you know a matter of fact i saw his brother bobby Yesterday yeah. down at the bowling alley, and he didn't have much oh. to say about Jimmy. But then all of a sudden, Jimmy O'Shaughnessy starts he starts scoring touchdowns. And then what happens? Oh, it's like oh, it's like bowling like a two eighty. I'm the I'm the king of the world. <laughs> Oi, Shaughnessy, how many touchdowns did he get last week? One. And he so. played an important role in this new set Jacksonville offense. Leonard Fournette, the enigmatic now Leonard Fournette. Any fantasy love this week against a decent 
if overtaxed Denver defense that needs to get back to business. Mm. Will you see any love for Jacksonville at, at with Fournette at running back, or is he going to become a bust fantasy football wise and pro football wise? What do you wow. think? Wow, I, I don't see much happening from him, honestly. All right, how about that? Uh, the caveat of the the new wide receiver and a new quarterback there in Jacksonville. They got quite a combo going. Who, D. Any D. love Westbrook? this week for those guys? No, D.D. Westbrook's the forgotten man. What's oh. his name? D.D. D.J. Chalk. G.J. G.J. Chark. G.J. Chark. Yeah. What color? Yeah, he's got got crayons. He's got shark. He's shark. got shark. Whatever. Chalk. What's he got? Three touchdowns. Three touchdowns in two games. Something like that, man. Something like that. Something crazy going on in Denver. Ugh. The hard luck Denver. Hard luck Denver. Can't get nothing going on. What's their record right now? They got to win yet? No. They got nothing. They got a OFA. There is no way Denver's losing this game at home, America. Can't happen. Cannot happen. Defensive touchdown, Denver Broncos. Yes or no? <laughs> I'm saying no, but I'm saying no, but they're going to put some heat on that kid and the running backs, uh, both of them out there in Denver will score touchdowns this week. It's going to be another low scoring game. The wide receivers will get junk. This might be another one of those uh, 13, 10 games, Mr. Kilbasa. And I can't tell you who's scoring a touchdown here. No, I just told you who's scoring a touchdown. Denver's going to score 17 points. And the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to score 13 points. That's the way it's going to go. 17, One touchdown in Jacksonville, two touchdowns for Denver. Field goals, and the rest is going to be defensive between the 40s, between the 30s. Punts, first down, couple here, couple there. I'll tell you what, I think I'd rather be at the dispensary than watching this game. <laughs> and you'd have the Where whole place to yourself because everybody in Denver goes to the games no matter how crappy they are. Oh, all right, then. We'll have a fun time then. We'll have a, and that's the way we'll close the, the, uh, the first two games. I believe we only have two more football games to talk about in week four, Mr. Kobasa. That flew by, didn't it? Well, Sunday the weeks go by, and... the older you get, Grandpa. Sunday night, where are we going? The three and zero Dallas Cowboys going to the new look New Orleans Saints for the Sunday night massacre. Hey, we spoke a little while ago about the New England Patriots not playing anyone of consequence up until week four. Yeah. You think the same thing applies to the Dallas Cowboys this week, America? Well, don't ask the flying Savon; he wouldn't tell. Uh, he's, he wears purple colored glasses and his poop smells like. Wow. I'm asking the rest. I'm asking the rest of us who have the Cowboys play, and they're playing a Sunday night big, big Showtime game. Good club, but the Saints are a pretty good football team that found a little identity against Seattle in the rain last weekend. This is going to be a really fun game, Mr. Kilbasa. Yeah, my opinion. My opinion. Which quarterback? The Dak Show, Dak Prescott. Or Teddy Bridgewater. One of those two guys is going to win this game. Yeah. And I think, and I think that the running backs are both great. You got Kamara, you got to play him, you got to start him. He's tremendous. You got Ezekiel Elliott, you got to play him, you got to start him. Um, 
I think Michael Thomas is, might be the big difference maker in talent wise, certainly fantasy football, you know, he's in the ball game. And I think Michael Thomas might be your multiple touchdown maker this week, Mr. Kielbasa, Mr. And America. And I think the Cowboys are going to run the ball more than they have. I think this is going to be a matchup worth staying up for on Sunday night. Give me some touchdown makers. Give me some touchdown makers. Thousands and thousands of fantasy football games will be decided by this game because everybody who's everybody is going to have a lot. They got if they can get their hands on guys from these two teams, they're going to do it. And a lot sure. of these fucking games. It's another be one. There's like another sort of must-start program here. There's yeah. no question. And what usually happens in these must-start games where everyone's got full hype? What usually happens when a game is going to get hyped like this? That Don't in the believe. Toilet. Don't believe the hype, and both defenses show up. Let's play that card. Who's gonna have a Who's gonna have a, a better fantasy game, Kamara or Ezekiel Elliott? Had to pick one. You got to yeah, pick one guy. I, Which I one hate, guy are you picking? I hate picking Elliott because he's on the Flying Savants team, but yeah, I but think, he is from Ohio I know, state. He, though. He's I, know, be I know, consistent. be he, consistent. No, please. there's, well, there's, a, there's a real inconsistency there. Cause he's on the Cowboys. Anyway, I, I can see that. I can see. Right. That. But he likes the big games. I think Zeke is, he's going to have, but Al, Alvin Kamara, they're both going to have a really good game. Zeke's going to have the better game. All right. Touchdown makers. Both of them. I agree. I, I agree. I, I think Mr. Thomas is going to be the difference maker in this game. If I had to put a nickel down for multiple touchdown makers, it would be to Mr. Thomas. So you daily fantasy football guys is an investment. I know it may not seem that way with uh, Mr. Bridgewater, but at quarterback, uh, I I really think this is going to be a nice, nice, nice night for the New Orleans Saints. And I think the Saints are going to put Dallas in their place a little bit, regardless of what Ezekiel Elliott has done. I believe uh, brother Dak Prescott, the Dak show, will be the one to suffer. Not going to have the stellar three-touchdown night, four-touchdown night, 325 yards. It's going to be a tougher, tougher. It's going to be the toughest game Dallas has played yet. And I think New Orleans has, you know, had an extra week or two to get over the adversity of Mr. Breeze and a big win behind them last week. I think New Orleans comes in, takes care of business, and the men we mentioned are the touchdown makers. Notice we didn't say anything about any receivers scoring touchdowns for Dallas, did you? I didn't hear a thing, Michi. I didn't hear a thing either. So what we're saying is Dallas might score 17 points and the Dallas running backs might be responsible for it. In that case, New Orleans wins this game by double digits. That's what I'm talking about. Wow. Mr. My wow. name is Michi and you heard it here first. Hashtag bullshit. Hashtag Dallas Cowboys. Hashtag overrated. Hashtag welcome the week four on the sausage hut. Take the New Orleans Saints the by the plus two and a half home dogs on Sunday night. You heard it here first. Yes, sir. You know, and for all of you entertainers uh, who hope to be entertained, watch this game and think about me once. Please send a note to Mr. Kielbasa. I'm boycotting the rest of this world. Let's leave the Big Easy and go to our last game, Mr. Kielbasa. Oh, this might be the lowest rated Monday Night Football game ever. Impossible. 
game, Frosty Bell. There was oh, a game man. with, uh, what's his name, Dennis Leary? Yeah, there's a couple games he coached. Anthony Leary, what's his name? <laughs> Oh, and three Cincinnati at oh, and three Pittsburgh. That's music to my ears. Opa, 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 Opa on a Monday night. Damn it. If we and were I'll two and one, we'd be sitting pretty. Um, but nobody's sitting pretty in this game. At when you're hashtag America's team, hashtag Cleveland Browns, or two and two after this week, and you will be in first place because you beat the Baltimore Ravens. Just chill out. Now, if you are either of these two teams, uh, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. I'm up for this game. I don't care who you are. I don't care what your record is. Cincinnati Bengals playing Pittsburgh Steelers is, is always a good football game to watch. Can I give you a reason to take out a, a new crayon and write something on the wall, Mr. Kielbasa? Sure. Andy Dalton playing at night, playing against the Steelers, is the worst quarterback in football history. <laughs> and the Pittsburgh Steelers at 0-3 are going to be a defensive – their defense is going to be a big problem for the Cincinnati Bengals. And the Steelers are going to win this game – and they're gonna and they'll have a little bit of fun up there in Pittsburgh, and Cincinnati's just gonna go be a bad team. Cincinnati's just gonna be a bad team. Joe Mixon is not gonna get 80 yards on the ground. Joe Mixon is not scoring a touchdown. Andy Dalton will throw one touchdown, and he will throw three interceptions. The <sighs> Pittsburgh Steelers defense will make a point to win this game on Monday night and that's what's going to happen now you may ask me well Juju Smith is he a draft bust because of the new quarterback well I already told you I wouldn't touch him this year with my number one or two pick my question is who are the wide receivers you can say Juju by the way what wide receivers are going to score a touchdown for the Steelers this week Mr. Kielbasa what do you see uh, Juju Smith-Schuster is going to score a touchdown there you go. Shoot Missy right in the heart. But I understand you. No, but this is but this is one of those where you've had a couple of poor games. This is the game to do it. And I can see that. It's time for the reversal of fortune. Juju might be one of the better plays this week. Is that perhaps what you're saying, Mr. Cabasa? Yeah, I think he's he's developed he's developing into Mason Rudolph's favorite target. He's I'm tell you what, for the sake of fantasy football, Juju Smith is over bleeping do and if you guys use you in your lineup and you gotta wait till monday night man that's a lot of drama that is a lot of drama but i think i that i agree with you mr kielbasa and you will be rewarded for putting brothers use back in the lineup and i think uh if you're going to stream a defense and it isn't one of the kansas city chiefs or another one we spoke of you want the pittsburgh Steelers defense this week people America, I'm telling you, the Steeler defense is going to take care of business and will be one of the top two fantasy scoring defenses this week. Mr. Kabasa can fill you in on the running backs. I don't see the quarterback doing much. I don't see Cincinnati doing much, but I can see the Steelers being the thing to watch and agreeing with you, Mr. Kabasa, that brother Juju Smith-Schuster 
will be a player that will, you know, perform his draft position. He will be that guy and have 17 to 20 points. So what do you the, think, sir? I think, are you insinuating, Mishy, that oh. this is going to be your lead pipe lock if you got a saw buck, throw it down on the Pittsburgh defense, having a defensive touchdown? Oh, 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 if I have a dollar, and I do, I am going to put more than that on the Pittsburgh Steelers scoring a defensive touchdown. Okay. That's the one of all the picks. You've been leaning on, you've been teetering on the fence about defensive touchdowns this week, but not for this one. You're definitely saying Pittsburgh scoring a defensive uh, touchdown. Andy, Andy, Andy Dalton playing at night in Pittsburgh is a gimme. And Minka Fitzpatrick, the new kid in town. It's a gimme. It's like it's like a healthy T.Y. Hilton playing against the UC Texans. It's a gimme. There's things you learn and there's things you know and there's certain analytics that you got to look at. And, you know, Andy Dalton's in for a tough time. And the Steelers are going to get their first win. And Cincinnati is going to line up their next quarterback because he's done. The Dalton era is over. Wow. We've seen a big change. We've seen a big change of the guard. And I'll tell you, I talked poorly about the Steelers early in the year because I didn't believe. And quite frankly, I was one of the few people who were doing that. And it's kind of proven itself. But I like this version of the Steelers right now going into week four. I like this version of the Steelers more than I like them coming into the year. How's that for a change of uh, point of view? Wow. You're all yep. you're full of surprises, yep. Mishy. Well, thank you. That's why I'm Mishy. I get this shit right. The rest of you have to pay attention and read it a week later. No, I'm sorry. Did I say that meanly? <laughs> I didn't mean to be mean yeah, because but... I know, you know, I know this is the thing, Mr. Kilbasa. This is independent thinking. This is not reliant on anyone else's point of view. And people would say, well, maybe you should, Mishy. And I'm going to say, no. No, and no. You hear it here first because it's original material. Here on a sausage hut, Johnny Kibasa, Kamish Mishy. And it, it's perfect. And I appreciate your time. I think we covered bleeping everything tonight, Mr. Kibasa. I Kielbasa. think you're right, man. I think you're right. Bum, bum, we, bum, bum. I, I, that went fast. Or so bum, it seems. Put the ranch on the Steelers on Monday night. It's going to be a fun fantasy football game. I'll tell you what. There's going to be some players. There's going to be some games. There's going to be opportunities to make a couple waiver wire moves to out position. Take a guy from the bench, put him in the starting lineup. Whatever it takes, take what we talked about tonight and make it happen, people. It's a lot of fun, and it's more fun when you win. Thank you, Mr. It's more fun when you win, America. That's why you're listening to us. Absolutely. And um, on that note, there's going to be a little TikTok on my Chimes in the calendar, Mr. Boss. So what do you say we uh, rendezvous about this time next week? Sounds good to me, Mishy. And great job, as always. And, hey, I think we've given everybody... If you go out and take our lead pipe locks and do it, to it, to it, you'll be right at least one quarter of the time, I'd say. Ah, you're being modest. You're going to be right like 87.9% of the time. Sometimes 90% of the time, 
And on a good day, like week four is going to be a good day, people, go with what Mr. Cabasa said. Hope the crayons are there. Hope you didn't scribble too hard and you can't make your own writing out. I know we talk quickly. Thank you, Mr. Cabasa. Everyone, happy scouting. Enjoy week four of the pro game. Enjoy your fantasy game. And again, it's more fun when you win. Go get some. Go get some. <laughs> and miss you. We will be paying attention to our bucket three sides and sweet oh, yes. tea bet oh, yes. if Jameis oh, yes. Winston scores 24 points or more Michigan gets the bucket three sides and sweet tea if he scores under Johnny K gets the same and that's what we'll be doing you know, I, and, the, and the best and worst of that is the other one has to watch the other one eat. oh yeah fantastic, fantastic. no chicken for the loser yeah, I'm gonna listen. I'm not. I'm. I can taste it, and it will be so. Mr. Cabasa, we can throw some smack down, but let's move on. And I want to say thank you, and I'll speak to you soon, sir. We'll talk to you next week, everybody. Fantasy football ferocity. Johnny Cabasa and Michi. Hope you had fun. And hope you don't spend too much money on what we tell you. <laughs> right.